time now to focus on the tech sector as investors come back to these large cap tech names. Our panel is with us, Chris Johnson, CEO, Johnson Research Group, and John Freeman, Vice President, Equity Research at CFRA. Thank you both for being with us. I'll start with you, John, your thoughts about what we're seeing in tech. I mean, we look at the group and I was uh, noticing up seven and a half percent just for this month. It's a nice move, yeah. right? Tell me more. It's it, it is it's a it's a great move, and it's based on fundamentals. I mean, at least for you know uh, the enterprise software area, where you know COVID nineteen, the disruption that it caused, really did accelerate you know a lot of the trends that we've been talking about: digital transformation, cloud computing, these kinds of things. But I think I think cloud computing probably uh, of of all of those probably accelerated the fastest um, in response to the you know the, you, you had to instantly support you know a very large remote workforce right uh, last year so i think a lot of the cloud uh the clouds uh, uh, pr uh providers cloud app providers they may have decelerated growth may have decelerated but in terms of their their share take right from from the incumbent legacy software companies i think that's that's accelerated i think salesforce.com and ServiceNow, kind of the some of the even some of the original cloud uh, uh app suppliers are are in are in great position and and are also I think attractively priced given the the duration and and uh, magnitude of growth. Right, absolutely. And what are your thoughts, Chris? I mean, I know you like names like Nvidia and Intel. There's battle brewing between some of these names, right? How do you pick and choose which ones are the best bets? Well, you look at the long term here, Nicole. When you look at Intel, this has been one of those stocks I've almost been a perennial bear on. And it's because there was no innovation there. They kind of kept doing the same things, iterating their product and, you know, not branching out. When they came out of the meeting earlier this week and commented that they're going to start getting into the automobile chips or opening up new foundries here, it's Intel putting a great step forward. That's a fundamental move that you haven't seen for a while from Intel. It's kind of been just running business. When I look at NVIDIA, now, this is a company that's traded in an eight-month trading range. The announcement they're going into the server space, kind of a, you know, nudging Intel out of the way, saying we've got a, a chip that's going to be 10 times faster. That gave them that boost out of that trading range above $600. I think NVIDIA now starts to interest more investors because long-term, they're looking at something a little more different. They're branching out, another innovation for the company. You're seeing that a lot in the semiconductor sector right now, whether it's these large cap companies like Intel and NVIDIA, or even look at the smaller end of the companies, IIVI out of Pennsylvania. Another one that's done in a great acquisition, strategic moves, fundamental strength, and the stock is bouncing back now. Semiconductors are looking good, but it's still a pick or choose your stock game. Well, let me just clarify, and um, and I'll get back to you, John, in a moment, Chris. I want to just clarify, for example, NVIDIA is a name you like there, and NVIDIA, yeah. what a great stock it has been. I mean, I've seen its recent run-up just since maybe, you know, early March, and right now hitting these highs of over $640. Is this a name you would buy now or wait for a little bit of a pullback? How do you say to invest in this I, kind of name. I think you're going to see a pullback. This week's move is a little bit overdone. You'll see it bounce down back around that $600 level. The important thing is that you're seeing sentiment shift on NVIDIA. It's been a sleeping giant, so to speak, for the last eight months. Um, analysts are going to start getting a little more on board with it. It's a stock that was overloved a couple of years ago. Everybody was NVIDIA. Yeah. Now it's kind of died off a little bit. And, you know, Intel's kind of the same way, except Intel gives you a nice dividend yield, and it's getting on people's portfolios because of that as well. Growth and income's great in this market. Yeah. 
And John, just by the way, NVIDIA, folks, is up 10.5% um, just this week. So it has had a, a run up this week. John, what are your thoughts? I know you like some of the names of Chinese stocks, right? Alibaba, Baidu, Cloud. Um, tell me about some of these names. Why do you like these names and how do you say to get involved in these? Okay, so the Chinese stocks I actually don't like. I've had a sell on Baidu and, and Alibaba. I, I, I like the companies fundamentally. I think they're great companies, but they are, you know, they are, they are hitting some real uh, problematic, uh, um, you know, they, they have a problematic relationship with their government, frankly. Um, I mean, Xi Jinping has really, you know, amped up his move toward totalitarianism. And, and this is not, you know, the kind of thing that, you know, is conducive to innovative, you know, kinds of businesses, software-based businesses. However, Right now, there's a bigger problem, which is the SEC is, you know, kind of on the on the on on the hook to enforce uh, their audit, right? Their audit requirements for Chinese-based companies, and if if they don't comply, and it doesn't look like Xi Jinping is in any mood to comply with with this, um, or allow the allow the companies to comply with it, um, then they get delisted. So it's kind of like a little bit of a standoff, and I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, crazier things have happened. I wouldn't be surprised if Xi Jinping, you know, who's who's kind of a very aggressive tactician, actually, you know, a, a just sort of strikes first, right, and and preemptively mm -hmm. uh, calls null and void uh, uh, ex China, right. you know, shareholders outside of China, uh, their their ownership stakes. So it's okay. So oh, wait, let me jump in here because I'm almost out of time, John. What's that? I just want to. I really want to clarify the names. Um, you know, my mistake, I, I didn't write the word risk down and, and it's evident to me, right? So you look at some of these names that you're the growing risk of some of the Chinese stocks, but at the same time, you like some of the cloud names and um, other names, Twilio, uh, Roblox was a name in your group. Right. And then there was Salesforce and ServiceNow. Can you explain right. on any of those names why those could be buys? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, so for Salesforce and um, and 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 ServiceNow, those are those are just great long-term opportunities, long-term growth opportunities. They are both going to accelerate. Uh, well, ServiceNow is going to accelerate to above thirty percent annual revenue growth. This is a fifteen-year-old software company, right? Uh, it's it's very very impressive uh, on 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 the top line. Salesforce as well. I think there's a lot of synergy with the Slack uh, the uh, Slack acquisition. But both companies also are going to start to show how profitable they are and that i think it's going to really surprise uh wall street um you know when they start to realize the operating leverage that's inherited in these businesses as for twilio is, well, i'm sorry yeah it's great to chat well, with you both yeah. always thank you very very thank much you. on this friday well, i appreciate me. it chris and john nice to me. see you both chris johnson johnson research group john freeman cfra